This is the Town Roots Podcast, episode number 18. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. We're excited today. We have Imani Glover from the Lemonade Bar. And so we're excited to have a chat with her and, and find out what's going on and, and what uh, is going on at the Lemonade Bar. So, Imani, how are you? I'm doing well today. Thank you for having me. Great. Tell us what the concept is behind the Lemonade Bar and how you got it. I have been an entrepreneur since I was a little girl. Some say that I have entrepreneurship running through my veins. How we got started with the Lemonade Bar is I was newly married to my husband. We had bought a home, our first home in Oakland, California. And I'm not going to date myself, but <laughs> some years back. And my husband wanted a way to supplement our income. And he researched a hot dog cart and the concession of hot dogs was the number one food out there. So he researched it. And then he found himself uh, doing a turnaround down to L.A. and picking up a hot dog cart. And we were selling hot dogs, chips and lemonade. And I thought, let's incorporate something a little more healthier and something that we can try to wow the crowd. So we incorporated, um, <clears throat> excuse me, a lemonade. And my husband was a little skeptic at the beginning. He said that no one at the time would pay $2 for lemonade. And I remember one of our events we used to do was the Black Fest at Stanford. Wonderful event. Did it for years. And we sold out. And we continue to sell out of our lemonade. And then we I introduced uh, frozen lemonade. I wanted something a little different. So I introduced frozen lemonade. Again, it was some skepticism. I am the only woman in a house of four with testosterone. And I'm always coming up with these ideas and hoping my fellows come aboard. And they, again, some skepticism, and I, I incorporated that, and it took off. So eventually, the hot, the lemonade outsold the hot dogs. So we, of course, dropped the hot dogs, and um, that's how the lemonade bar was pretty much birthed. I was um, doing it as a hobby uh, for a while. We dropped the hot dogs, and I wasn't really taking it seriously, working full-time and being a mom and a wife. And going to school, I graduated from Academy of Art University in film and television. So I just was doing a whole bunch of different things. And I was like, okay, what can we do with this business? So it just took off. And I was doing it as a hobby, as I mentioned. And in 2017, for some reason, I couldn't walk. And I was unable to go to my day job. And I was just like, oh, my God, what is happening to me? And I've learned through the years, every time God sits me down, because sometimes we're doing too much and he has to sit us down. But he set me down. And in that year, 2017 is when the Lemonade Bar was really birthed. I got everything in order, our bank account and our LLC, all the good stuff. And the Lemonade Bar was birthed back in 2017. That's interesting. You, you started the hot dog uh, business and or hot dog and snacks, I'm assuming. Uh, and then when did you realize that the lemonade uh, was the bigger hit and, and, and how did it come to, 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 to be that way? Because it's, it's interesting that, that hot dogs are the number one food, but then like for your lemonade to overtake something like that, that's interesting. Yeah, I, I would say we would do the Oakland Jazz. We've done the Black Fest, 
We've done several different festivals and fairs. And as I noticed the trend, we would get long lines and we would sell out. So I said, I think we're really on to something. I'm in a program called Optima, which is an incubator for business. And they help us with marketing and knowing how to scale your business and knowing your target market and how big is the market. And this market is a billion dollar industry. And a beverage industry is um, is a male dominant field. And I think it's a room enough for all of us. And this uh, young black woman is knocking down doors to be heard because we sell an organic lemonade and organic frozen lemonade. And we know our farmers by name. We use a lot of locally sourced items. And I just knew that we could take this to the top if the feedback from the community are telling us that we have something um, that they want and that they come and they purchase at the farmer's markets and fairs and festivals. So I knew we were onto something. And how do we get that into the mainstream society? That's what we were working on to uh, get into the stores and things like that. So I would say basically, in a nutshell, when we sell out and folks come back, Uh, Time after time, we use the POS system with Square and they'll tell you who's coming back. Repeat customer, what's our number one flavor, which is lavender. We make all of our own syrups with the lavender, the strawberry and the peach. And they're coming back week after week. So that 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 tells us as well. And uh, that's a good feeling to know that we've created something that the public has showed up and showed out to say we want this. So that's how we can stay in the business. I would say that's one of the main factors of people coming back and purchasing our product. So, Imani, you said something interesting there, which I was thinking as you were talking. So I'm so glad you went there. You're talking about the recipes that people or the syrup that people like. How'd you come up with your recipes? Was this was it? Did it come from family members? Did you just come up with them and experiment in your home? Did you test it with your kids? I want to get that story. How did you come up with them? I wish I could say that I got it from my great grandmother, <laughs> but I, I that wouldn't be true. Mm-hmm. I just it's interesting that God just drops these ideas in my brain and I come up with these recipes. I'm a mixologist. I love to create. I'm a creative. As I mentioned, I graduated from film and television. I used to have my own uh, TV show in San Francisco. So I'm a creative. So to to have my creative juices flowing, I'm like, what can we do with this? What can we do with that? So with our lemonades, as I mentioned, lavender is our number one seller. We have a strawberry. We use our strawberries from the Hayward Farmers Market, Rodriguez Farms. We have a peach, a Georgia peach. We have happiness and happiness make people happy. Uh, That's a pomegranate and pineapple. Our number one seller in our frozen lemonade is Black Girl Rock with a beautiful black girl on the cover with these Afro puffs. How I used to look as a young girl and that's peach, pineapple, mango and strawberry in it. So it's a little mixture and just being in the kitchen and exploring and having my, as I mentioned, I live in the house of all testosterone, having my fellas try it out. And then I explore it with the community. We have a commercial kitchen. We cook out of our commercial kitchen and we and I create. I have a we also have a, a tonic. It's a organic ginger tonic aid, which is because we're into herbs. It has moringa in it, beets, of course, organic lemon, everything's organic, and agave in it. And that's a new product, and they're coming and dro- buying that in droves as well. And then we repurpose. We don't throw away. I used to throw away the strawberries when I was making the syrup. 
throw away the peaches. I'm like, no, it's got to be a way to repurpose this. So now we've introduced our organic strawberry lemonade jam and we have an organic peach lemonade jam. So the sky is the limit for the lemonade bar. I'm excited to see where God's going to take us with this business and what the community is saying about it. If they continue to show up and show out, we will continue to create. I love how you figured out how to repurpose stuff, right? That that you're throwing away stuff and it was a waste and you figured out a way to to redo it. So if I find you at a farmer's market or or an event, are you selling all flavors all the time? Are you selling some flavors? Are you always selling the jam? Kind of how does that work? That's a good question, Anthony. Uh, in the summer, because the summer is our peak, our peak time. So the summer, I'll, we'll generally sell our five flavors of the bottled lemonade. And I'll like to do, I'm a creative, right? So I like to introduce a new flavor. So we have a gentleness, we have a cherry rose lemonade. So I'll, sometimes it irritates my husband because he's saying you can't have all these flavors, but our main flavors are five. Okay. But again, I love to create it. If I, if this becomes no longer fun for me, then I don't want to do it. So I am, um, if I'm creating something and I like the way it tastes, I'll try it out on the public and see what they think. So I'll introduce new flavors during the summer. The summer is the time to really pop by because folks say, what you got today? You know, what you got this week? So it depends on the mood and what I want folks to try and, and enjoy what I like. Yeah. Great question. So I heard you mention earlier that you were a mixologist. Did that help inspire you to to start the lemonade uh, production on the hot dog stands? Or what was the impetus? Being a mixologist, creating, going back to that creative, my creative juices, not just want to be the typical lemonade. Uh, I don't like to call us a stand because we're a bar. We, We have many different things that we offer and different flavors, just creating and trying out new recipes and new flavors, things that I enjoy. Straight lemonade is great, but it's a little bland. And being a sister girl, we always got to put a wiggy, 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 wiggy flavor on it. Right? You're right about that. You're right about that. Yes. Yes. So your cousins, right? They love to, Can you mix this in? Can you mix this in? So that also inspired some of the some of the flavors that we have. We, we No one wants just plain lemonade. We want to add our little spice to it. And is that the same way with the jam? Yeah, the jam that came about again, repurposing and Right now, the flavors that we're offering is the uh, Georgia peach and lemonade jam and the strawberry. I am creating the lavender because we get a lot of requests for the lavender. People want to trace lavender jams and we don't use any pectin. So I'm trying to uh, figure that out without the pectin and maybe mix it with something and see how that comes out. So a lot of it has to do with what I like to create and what tastes good. And of course, what the market wants. I want to be able to have something that they want and show up each week to purchase. So Amani, I heard you talk about being at fairs and festivals and events. Is that the only place where you guys sell or can people find your, your products elsewhere as well? We're, we Twice a month, we're at the Coma Market, which is a black and brown farmer's market in Oakland, California. Woo woo! <laughs> <laughs> And um, that's on 73rd and Foothill. I think we started with them almost two years ago. And that's been really nice working with uh, people who look like myself and working with all the different artisans. And then we're at the Hayward Farmers Market every Saturday. 
You can find us. We have e-commerce. You can go online at thelemonadebar.org and look at our um, lemonades on there. And then we also do corporate events. A lot of corporations have been reaching out to us to, we did a black, for February, we did something for Impossible Burger. We, If they reach out to us, it sounds like it goes with our values and our mission statement. We want to be a part of it. We want you guys, we want them to try what we have, some of the wonderful flavors and the jams and the lemonades that we offer. So we do weddings and graduations and things are opening up in the country now. So we're here to serve the community mm-hmm. and we'd love to be at anyone's next event. Right. Yeah. Right, also so- Instagram, sorry, Instagram, the underscore Instagram. You guys can check us out there as well. So Monty, tell me why Oakland, why is it important for you to be in Oakland business? Why not Oakland? It's the melting pot of um, different cultures. The sun is shining each and every day. It's never a dull moment. I can see my brothers and my sisters out there. It's just, it's a wonderful place to be. It's very eclectic. I was born and raised in San Francisco and a lot of folks have migrated over to San Fran- I mean, to Oakland. And Oakland's a good place right now to have your business. We have a lot of different organizations are backing us in Oakland. And we've been really received really well in Oakland. So I would say, why not Oakland? Oaktown, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So quick question for you. There's this nasty word that's been going around for a couple of years called pandemic. Mm-hmm. How did that affect you? Ooh, you said it, huh? Pandemic. Well, that is a nasty word. The pandemic, we were able to pivot during the pandemic. Some folks, I would say, they went and hid under a rock and, went and stayed in a, a box of fear. That was me initially. But I had a bigger uh, voice. I had my God telling me I'm bigger than that. So how we pivoted, I, I partnered with like-minded individuals who were in the same industry. A sister girl, remember, her business is, is called the MF and Vegan. And one would say black women can't work together, but I beg to differ. We partner together. She's in the same industry as I am. We work together even to this day. We collaborate. We speak to each other. That was one way. We did a a Juice Mama juice box for Mother's Day. Instead of making everything on site, that's what we used to do. Now we've put our uh, lemonades in bottles our frozen lemonade and containers. So you said grab and go. So when one would uh, shy away from being out in the public during pandemic, we ran towards it. We were uh, asked to be a part of the Acoma market. And some people said no, because it was the pandemic. But we said, we said yes to a lot of things that other folks said no to. And I believe that's one of the reasons our business is starting to thrive now because we're being noticed and people have tried our product and and I believe they're enjoying it. So I think our pivot was saying yes to a lot of opportunities that others said no to, collaborating with folks that one would think that we couldn't thrive together and just really thinking outside the box. Is there anything that you do differently since the pandemic that you weren't doing before? I would say more collaborations. I think in we're in 2022, 2020, we did a several different collaborations with women-owned businesses. We were making everything on site initially, and now we have them in bottles and containers, which is different. We've introduced the jam. We introduced the shots. So those are some of the things um, that we're doing differently. I'm in a, a, a cohort where they help you. Optima is helping us with our business and learning more about my business. 
and learning how to serve the community with our business. So those are some of the things I think are really key components and how we've pivoted through the pandemic. You see anything new in 2022 for the Lemon Bar? For 2022, it's it's been nonstop. We just had an article in Port Labs. It did a really nice spread for Black History Month slash Women's Month, and it was released last Tuesday. So you guys can look out for that. Being on you guys' show, it's been an honor doing things like that, speaking engagements, a lot more speaking engagements. And I would say doing more things in the community because things are opening up before the pandemic. We made sure that we did collaborations with the women's shelters and different churches donating our product to things like that. So we want to get back into that, just being more visible in the more visible in the community. I, so I noticed something when I was on your website and I wanted to ask you about it just because I, I have, I'm familiar with it. It's like you use Kiva to acquire funding. And so I just wanted to see if you could give me a, a couple minutes of your time telling me about how that experience was and, and how it helped your business. I'm glad you mentioned that, Vincent. Actually, Kiva campaign started the f- first Friday of this month. Wow. And we are half at the half capacity. So that's new. Thank you for mentioning that again. That's something new for the Lemonade Bar. And we have been received very well from people who don't even know us from all over the world. I am in total awe of folks who just want to help. I don't want to get emotional because I can be a crybaby, but I'm just I'm, I'm floored, to be honest with you. And we met the mayor of Oakland, Miss Libby, Mayor Libby Schaff. We met her two times. She's purchased from the Lemonade Bar and it was at the Acoma Market. And the last time I met with her, she bought some of our lemonade. She said she loves our lemonade. She um, told us about Keith. I knew about it, but she mentioned it again. And it was like almost like an aha moment. And she said, I will back you. I will, I will help fund the lemonade bar if you're a part, you're thinking about being a part of Kiva. And she did. She, I see her face up there. She just gave, I think, yesterday. And it's just an outpour of people who are donating. We have a, we want to get a professional grade juicer. And so we can streamline our processes, make it a little faster and be more efficient. So we're almost at that capacity. So if anybody wants to donate, we are on Kiva and Oakland is backing us. And we would love for you guys to donate. It's at the Lemonade Bar under Kiva. So I'm excited to to see, we got about, a little under 30 more days. And I'm pretty um, confident that we're going to get that under 30 day mark. Explain a little bit about how Kiva works just so people understand it. So you go on and people donate, but does Kiva also work with you? Do they advise you or do or do you just get the money that's raised from the campaign? We've had a, a nice lady named Veronica who's been helping us. I can call. One good thing about Kiva I can say is you can call and get a person. I've been speaking with Veronica. I hope she doesn't get mad. I say her name. Like, don't you guys all rush her at once? She has walked me through a lot of different processes and steps that need to take place once we get funded. And she was the one who encouraged me to say, don't worry, you're going to get funded. Oakland folks get funded. Now that's huge, you guys. Coming, having our business in Oakland, being out in Oakland for over 20 years and know that folks in Oakland and throughout the world are supporting Oakland businesses, that's dope. And so how it works is I have to pay it back. 
a lot of people didn't understand that. So some of my uh, friends and family who really wanted to help was like, I, I don't want you to have to pay it back, but you do have to pay it back. And so personally, we will have to pay the loan back. But they're asking $25. You can um, donate more than $25. And then you can also see other people's campaigns on there as well. But they walk you through the steps uh, process. If you have any questions, they help you with. And then once you get the money, once it's fully funded, it'll say fully funded on there. So you'll know the Lemonade Bar is fully funded. And then we'll get the funds within, I want to say within a week. Because one of my girlfriends just did it. And she's an Oakland business. And she was fully funded. And she can. She actually got the money. You know how you hear these companies and you don't know where that money is? It flows out in the space. No, you actually get the money because she got it. And I can't wait to share with the community our juicer, how it's working with us, how we can uh, produce more lemonade and more shots and different things like that. So that's basically Kiva in a nutshell. I'm glad to be a part of it because it's where um, uh, raising awareness about our brand and about our business. And again, people are learning about the lemonade bar globally. And I'm so excited about that. And folks can give just by going to your website. There's a button on your website where people can give. Yes, it is. There is a button when you check out, you can hit that button and you can donate. And if that campaign is full, we also, people have been donating because some you got some people who are old school and that's okay too. I don't ever want to turn anybody away because if they didn't want to do Kiva, Kiva's great. They can donate at Cash App at the Lemonade Bar and do it that way. Or you can buy some of our wonderful products. So that's a way as well. Our final question, how can people find you? Folks can find us at thelemonadebar.org and you can purchase um, our products online. We are e-commerce. It is at this point expensive to ship, but some people don't care. They're still getting orders across the country. We've shipped to Chicago, Florida, just all over the country. So jump aboard and you can uh, purchase online. You can find us again on Saturday, this coming Saturday, if it's not raining, at the Hayward Farmers Market. We'll be at the Coma Farmers Market and on Sunday. And then we're also doing Carnival in San Francisco this year. And I think that's in May, the end of May, Saturday and Sunday. So follow us also on Instagram, the underscore Lemonade Bar and Facebook, the Lemonade Bar. Another thing I wanted to mention, you guys, we have we are registered trademark as of this year with the Lemonade Bar. So you'll see that little R on our name. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Hey, Imani, this has been great. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you again for having the Lemonade Bar. I so appreciate you, Anthony and Vincent, for thinking about us to be on your show and raising awareness about the Lemonade Bar and what we're doing in the community. It has been an awesome journey being with you guys this afternoon. Thank you again. Thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com.